What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Okay, you know, like at camps and stuff like this, you take the ball out. You ain't getting the ball back. <laughs> like, you the last one up the court. They already did their thing. So I stopped there, and I just got into a rhythm and started hooping. The Lakers should sign Trey Young this summer. They got to kind of start preparing for, like, if LeBron's last year is this year or next year, whenever it is. And I feel like a uh, pick and roll with AD and a guy like Trey Young would be deadly. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got my Prevna 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Jalen Brunson is a nice piece to that puzzle, so we'll see what happens to him. And that's like me and, me and you got a group and then somebody got solo. You know what I mean? Do you really want to go solo and do a solo album? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With all the pressures of a solo artist. Well, especially <laughs> if you're in a duo group with the Michael Jackson. <laughs> you yeah. I mean, if, if, you, if, you, if you're in a group with Michael Jackson, that's a whole nother world, bro. It's different than a group with Ray J. Shout out Ray J, though. That's my dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> Too many backwoods being smoked in the downtime. <laughs> Welcome back to What's Burning. Season is coming to an end. I'd like to welcome my big bro, Jelani McCoy, 
Uh, Jack got stuck in Chicago on O Block last night, so uh, he has some flight <laughs> issues. <laughs> so we, we, we have to catch Jack next week. Man, but let's get right into it. Jelani draft this weekend. 22 players, when it's all said and done, from the Allen Iverson Classic were either drafted or signed two-way deals, free agent deals. I mean, 22 players. How many players were there total? I mean, that seems like the whole everyone there got drafted or picked up. Low key, I think that's as close close to it. Somebody was either on the way uh, or on the way to draft it or, or or the next up. So that's a hats off to that class and to the AI Classic and everybody involved. Bo, Jay, the coaches, you know, they were there. D-Miles, uh, Bonzi, a lot of former players were there. So it says a lot about that coaching staff and that All-American game to, you know, for a couple months removed. And those guys are, you know, top one and two in the draft and a couple to filter out through the first round. So that's no joke. Really big, man. Happy for AI. I saw he made a post yesterday, but I love that this game just continues to grow and grow. Hope to have no more next year. Any surprises? I was one of the rare people who uh, went out on the limb and, and, and took Paulo number one. Orlando did the same. Chet went number two. Jabari went number three. Was it a surprise to you or do you think everything kind of panned out? You know, you couldn't really go wrong with the number one pick this year. I think everything. Uh, nah. I think you could you could have won wrong, you know what I mean. Considering Paolo is the sexier pick, considering you know what I mean his measurables and what he's going to look like in a workout. I haven't seen Jabari in person, but I'm not surprised on how the uh, how those picks checked out. Chad is a unicorn. Uh, they probably got to figure out a position for him, but whether that be center or a three, whatever it is, he can really move as a big player. And Jabari, from you know, from from word out in the street, from everybody we know, is you know has been a pro for a long time. Is going to peak at the right time. So, no surprises. But I, I will say that you know, it wasn't handpicked. The Paolo was going to be number one, so it was good right. for him. Uh, shake, shake it up a little bit. Yeah, shout out to Paolo, man. The number four pick, the Sacramento Kings chose to go with Keegan Murray. They felt that obviously his size and shooting ability and, and scoring ability better fit their team, which left Jaden Ivey, the Purdue standout, to get drafted number five by Detroit. As someone who's from Sacramento and works for the team, and I'm really hoping this Keegan Murray pick pans out. You know, obviously, we all know what happened with Marvin Bagley and Luka. The, the, the one thing I said going into this draft is I hope the Kings don't look back in two years and be like, damn, Jaden Ivey is terrorizing the NBA and we had a chance to take him as we had a chance to take Luka and it didn't happen. So I'm really hoping that Keegan Murray pans out real big body, uh, nice score on both in, or uh, on the offensive end. Um, so really hoping that really pans out uh, for the Kings on, on a selfish note. Yeah, you and happy. the rest of the King fan base. I think they're like <laughs> one pick away from, you know, the, the eventual NBA Messiah. They always miss mm. about one pick or something like mm. whatever that is. So I think you and the King fan base are, are really counting on this kid being good. And I hope that he is for the fan base and the kids for our sake. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, man, free agency starts next week, June 30th. A lot of big names can possibly be on the move, obviously starting with Kyrie Irving. He was at the BET's award yesterday, and, and, and one of the questions was, do you want to remain in Brooklyn? And he passed the question to, I think, his publicist. I'm not sure who the lady was standing next to him. Let's touch on him first. Uh, he's asked for permission to find a sign and trade. He's made a list of teams that he's interested in, which are the Lakers, Mavs, Knicks, Heats, and Clippers. Uh, before we get there, what are you, just your thoughts on how loyal 
Kevin Durant has been to him and held him down. And now it it really looks like Kyrie is is up and on the move. So let's talk about that kind of loyalty that KD gave him. And now it looks to be that Kyrie could possibly be on the move. I mean, I haven't seen this type of loyalty in the league in a long time. And to, that coupled with the type of leverage that the players have nowadays, I mean, they must have really have a bond together. You know, unlike, you know, maybe maybe you and Jack will probably try to get something like this off in the league. You know what I mean? If you had the leverage that you guys do <laughs> nowadays. But I haven't seen any loyalty between brothers, you know what I mean, uh, like this in a long time. But at the same time, where does that loyalty get KD? You know, Nowhere. Mean? At the end of the day, that's a tough situation. Mm-hmm. He's been the face of, you know, vaccines or to not vaccine, you know, to play or not to play. He's typically said that he isn't going to force anybody to do anything. But at the same time, I believe if that was me or you, you or Jack, me or Jack, whatever two brothers are, if we come in there at one location with the with the anticipation of winning a title, and you know, bringing that franchise back, to uh to to relevance and you just kind of dip you know what i mean and you're not really playing you're playing 20 games here 30 games here you know what i mean all type of other stuff going off the court as talented as he is that's got to wear on your brother i know sometimes yeah. we tend to wear on our brothers you know what yeah I mean? the loyalty and friendship so i just you know kd can only take so much at the end of the day mm-hmm. from what we've seen you know there's only so much a humdrum and bullshit that he puts up with off the court you know and he really just want to hoop so I think it's. I feel like it's getting away from hoop and a more to off court stuff, which really isn't his bag. So it'll be interesting to see just how loyal and you know how tight the friendship is. I mean, it, to me, it's going to be an interesting situation. We all know when Kyrie wants to play, he's one of the best in the business. Um, there's been a lot of things, even outside of the vaccine, that's kind of kept him off the court and 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 kind of being that sidekick that we all thought when this team initially came together man katie and Kyrie, two of the best to ever do it this is going to be yeah. a problem and the fact that three years later we're looking at nothing you know what i mean they, they they really didn't get a chance to accomplish nothing katie you know did everything he could do to get his teams where they needed to be he just didn't have enough help you know so for yeah. katie to be that loyal and that down uh, I just really wonder what he's thinking at this time because, you know, all signs are pointed. You know, Kyrie wants to move on to, to greener pastures, and I'm not even mad at that. I mean, that's it's your career, bro. Do what you want to do. And we know if he's locked in, he's going to make any of those teams, I think, outside of the Knicks, um, <laughs> a, a, a possible NBA cont- contender. Hey, you know, can so, he put a lot on the line, too, not to cut lots, you off. Bones, ACLs, coming back quick, you know what I mean, from, from PCLs, MCL. He doesn't have every CL in the world. Left, just- left, left, Golden State, where who knows how many rings that, that, that team, you know, they possibly could have two more rings on their hand. So it's just that. A lot of skin in the game, man. Yeah. So. KD gave up a lot to, to, to make this work. So it'll be interesting to see, obviously, if Kyrie moves on, what KD decides to do. You saw Dame Lillard tweeted something the other day with KD uh, in a Blazers uniform. So that'll be another frenzy. Um, I'm, I'm sure the league is really pushing towards Kyrie leaving because some teams really feel like they have a, a chance to possibly scoop Kyrie. So this will be interesting to follow. You know, shit, it's going to be that 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 reality show through the summer. To me, what continues Never to make the NBA be global is that there's storylines like this throughout the summer where these superstars are going to land. So next up, Bradley Beal, someone who's been a wizard his entire career. Word is that he's going to opt out of his final year and possibly sign a max $250 million deal. 
is this to secure the bag and then try to get a trade down the line? Or do you really think he wants to be in D.C., um, you know, possibly the remainder of his career? I kind of feel like if he wanted to shake, he would have shook. He's had, you know, he's had them by the cojones for a couple for for a couple years now as to where you know player movement and what he wants to do. I hope he does secure the bag, you know what I mean, and, and get as much money as he can, and then face a trade, uh, get a trade. I think the Wizards owe him that for their loyalty. I don't think they send him out the door without you know paying that man his money. You know what I mean? As he, as he deserves. I don't think they surrounded him with enough. They've done some pretty cool moves, you know, long term, but. Bradley Bill, although a young player, I feel like he's feel like he's been playing in the league like 15 years already. Because, <laughs> like, you know what I mean, deep into the playoffs and had any memorable playoff. But Bradley Bill's 20, 28 years old, so he had. I mean, he's been in here for a minute. It's been a minute, but I feel like he's like 33 almost because of the <laughs> because of the meaningless basketball. You know what yeah. I mean? He deserves a deep run in the playoffs. I understand the bag, but he'd probably get a bag somewhere else off the court yeah. to maybe make up yeah. the 10 or 12 that he's making. That's say, yeah. Just don't put it in crypto. You know what I mean? And he should be straight. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I really do feel I, agree. He's tough. Yeah. I mean, to me, he's one of the best two-way players in the game. Uh, can definitely get the money anywhere he decides to go. Respect and uh, and understand the loyalty. But, you know, then you put him in, uh, you know, you look at him and Dame in similar situations where, you know, how far does loyalty get you these days? You know, to how far does it, you know, and and if, if these guys are content on, on on being great players who just never really had enough around them, um, you know, that that'll be their narrative. But I also feel like, you know, these two great players could have a chance to go somewhere and really, you know, get what they deserve. You know, all the hard work they put in their entire career uh, to have an opportunity to play for something meaningful. So. Uh, we'll keep an eye on Bradley Beal. Excited that he's going to get as much money as he possibly can, and we'll see what happens after that. You know, someone we got a chance to work with in the pre-draft situation uh, and really came out and made a name for himself this year was uh, Jalen Brunson, probably one yes. of the most solid young player, old souls there is in this game. Really was the sidekick to Luka, and I think surpassed all expectations as a team and as an individual um, for what they were able to do. Uh, this year first of all Dallas had a chance to sign him to a 50 million dollar extension last summer and passed on that and now the bag has doubled as you know the New York Knicks signed his dad to be an assistant coach and there's numbers out there floating around right now that they may be interested in giving him a four-year 100 million dollar deal does he take that or does he see what Luca and the Mavericks are going to offer this is going to be interesting because how much of what Jalen Brunson has done this year has been predicated on playing with Luca or having Luca on the court at the same time. You know, that's a lot of one-on-one matchups to kick, a lot of uh, mismatches on the wing. You know, Luca's on the post. He's kicking it f- from the post to the wing. He's done a lot with this game. But going to the Knicks, you know, that comes with, you know, you're going to get that hundred, that hundred, but, you know, that comes with a lot. As a wreck, the Knicks with Pops over there on the sideline, you know what I mean? Uh, Mark Shades of Mark Jackson is everybody. I mean, that's one thing we talked about during the pre-draft of how uh, his game reminded us of Mark Jackson mm-hmm. at the time because of his ability to play out of the post and the post up. He's been posting up bigger dudes too, so you can't even say smaller guards because that's right. post up dudes and get some shit off. Mm-hmm. So um, it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see if you know. I don't like if maybe Luca don't want him to leave. Maybe Luca makes a call and tell him to go deep into the luxury bag because he needs that security blanket that is Jalen Brunson. I don't think this story is over yet. That four years, 100 sounds very good and very teasing, but 
like I said, you know uh, what that four years, $100 million that mm-hmm. means in New York. You know what I mean? You can go in New York and get them buried like Stefan. A lot of point guards went out there to get buried. Kimba most recently, mm-hmm. Stefan mm-hmm. Marbury, Steve Francis, our homeboy BD, you know what I mean? Had a, you know, although he had a horrific injury, you know what I mean? He was kind of a tough spot for point guards, especially when you're coming there asking for the coin. So you got to, you know, he really got to weigh them scales out to see the pros and cons. No, I think you hit it perfect. That's, that's a graveyard for point guards. You just listed a whole lot of guys that had a whole lot of game that went there. And, and again, the money is beautiful, but the expectation, the media, everything surrounding basketball, the actual you know product that you put on the court. And I think you also made another good point is I kind of compare it to receivers. You know, when that that you know when you're the number two receiver and you have those big years with a bunch of yards and make the Pro Bowl, and then you know the number one yeah. guy gets traded, and then you slide into that number one spot. You know, that's kind of like Jalen Brunson's name is going to be a lot higher on the scouting report now. He's probably going to have the best wing defender on him. And like you said, without Luka next to him, you know, that's going to have a lot of added pressure. So I would love to see him possibly stick it out. You know, I I think teams aren't necessarily afraid to go in the luxury tax anymore. You saw what Golden State did, and they were able to win a championship by doing it. So I think he was definitely a key piece to to the Mavs' success, and I still feel like they're a piece away. But Jalen Brunson is a nice piece to that puzzle. So we'll see what happens to him. Hey, but that's like being part of a duo. That's like me and me and you got a group and then somebody goes solo. You know what I mean? Do you really want to go solo and do a solo album? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With all the pressures of a solo artist, although you got to split the bag up of the duo playing with the duo, you know what I mean? That's yep. so, that solo, that solo album is a whole nother deal. And that's basically what he would be doing. So your well, point of, well, uh, especially for- if you're in a duo group with the Michael Jackson, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, if, if you if you if you in a group with Michael Jackson, and then you want to go on a solo, that's a whole nother world, bro. So we'll have to see. It's uh, different some, in the group. Yeah, with Ray J, you know, shout out Ray J, though. That's my dog. You know what I mean? R and B dudes took they, they took a lump. They, they took a lump. They took a tough one. Been too many backwoods being smoked in the downtime. <laughs> In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Some other guys that could possibly be on the move. Malcolm Brogdon could possibly be out of Indiana. and I think he'd be a quality pick. I'd love to see him, and I don't know if the numbers would ever work out, but I'd love to see him in Boston. I think he would be a great mm-hmm. pickup for Boston. Uh, Rudy Gobert, unhappiness over there, and you could probably put Donovan Mitchell in that group as well. The Spurs are not shy about saying they're shopping Jante Murray, who's coming off his first All-Star appearance. Man lives right around a triple-double, so he'll be very sought after. And then John Collins, although he didn't get traded, he said he's done with the rumors and the bullshit. He is not playing in Atlanta anymore. So a lot of young, talented players uh, will be on the move this offseason looking to make their next stop. 
their best stop. Next up on the radar, presented to you by DraftKings. You know this gambling shit. They already got odds on favor to win Rookie of the Year. So let's take a look. First up, Paulo, the number one pick at a plus 300 to win Rookie of the Year. Second is Jabari Smith at a plus 350. Jaden Ivey slides into that third spot at a plus 475. Tied with Chet Holmgren at 475. And to round out the top five, Keegan Murray at a plus 900. So obviously this is all guesswork. Uh, You can never really tell who is what until they actually get out there and play. But again, this is a a very talented top five. And and, and definitely looking forward to seeing what these young players can do this upcoming season. Yeah, very talented top five. Looking to see what they're going to do, you know, as their career moves on. But I I heard a lot of people say there's no this person. There's no Zion. There's no there's no uh, Giannis. There's no generational talent, you know, uh, in this group. But I think this is an interesting group because the way the game is set up now, now with all the freedom of movement and the space and and, and the pace, I think this group uh, has has a lot of unique skill sets. A lot of big guys with talent that are going to be playing out on the floor. A lot of wings that are physical and they're going to be banging, you know, playing inside. You know, whether that be driving to the basket or being able to post up. I see a lot of versatility in this draft and with the, how the way the game is played now. I'm interested to see a way a lot of these young players pan out. A lot of lineage in this draft as well. You know what I mean? Griffin, you know, somebody's dad is not too removed from either playing overseas or in the NBA. So I'm seeing a lot more of that happening. So it'll it'll be good to see the way this pans out. Yeah, I mean, this new wave of basketball is is completely to me geared upon skill set and and these guys are are very skilled it's not necessarily that's why people some people hesitated on chat i was like yeah if this is 20 years ago you might look at his frame and be like "Eh, i don't know but this is a completely different game and his skill set you know for his sizes we we, we, there's been very few players that have uh, you know attained that kind of skill set so again like you said the space the pace the freedom of movement um i'm looking forward to this draft class coming out here and showing the ass yeah, for sure. I wouldn't be able to play Cheddar Center either. No, not at all. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Just, it, it's, to me, he can play anywhere on the floor. In closing, two Hall of Famers had their sons picked up by the Lakers, Sharif O'Neal and Scottie Pippen Jr. Scottie Pippen was signed to a two-way deal. Sharif was invited to Summer League thoughts on you know these are these are big shoes to fill you know arguably one of the greatest wing defenders we've ever seen and the yeah. most dominant big man we've ever seen in it and and it's, it's been you know publicly said you know Shaq wasn't too high on his son going into the draft he thought he should have went back to school Sharif said he's old enough to make his own decisions unfortunately didn't get drafted but now has an opportunity to you know play in this Lakers summer league and, and kind of show the league what he has thoughts on both these players and their their uh their chances moving forward. Different roads, but you never know. We I spoke about the lineage, the gene pool earlier. And that's, I mean, these are two Hall of Fame players that we're talking about. But yep. again, these kids have been dealing with this pretty much since they uh, picked up a basketball. You know, I'm look, I'm sitting at a camp right now at my, my, uh, my old high school, which my son is nervous to go to just because it's my old high school. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I know you got the twins. You know, I think we yep. talked about 
on vacations about when it happened to the twins, when did they experience pressure? But right. these kids have been dealing with that for a long time. Uh, Sierra Canyon, they got Sierra Canyon. Uh, they've been no stranger to uh, top-notch high school of California basketball. Um, I think it's something that uh, I think is hats off to the Lakers. You know what I mean? The, the lineage seems to be working. The gene pool thing seems to be working. I like Sharif, you know, uh, being a vanguard, go standing out on his own too, despite what dad thinks. And I appreciate the Lakers as a family organization on, on, on trying to make sure that dream can come to, you know, uh, it's come to fruition. But Scotty Pippen Jr., is, you're probably looking at two proud dads, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Scotty Pippen Jr., Shaquille O'Neal, uh, both championship players, championship pedigree. These kids are probably no stranger to hard work. Sharif's been through a lot after his open heart surgery right. and continuing to play. I know he hasn't got a chance to play and catch his footing in college because of injuries, but we've seen guys average three, five points in college, you know, get drafted in the second round and average like 10 in the league. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So again, spacing, a lot of room, a lot of room for player movement on the court right now, extra possessions, premium on highly skilled players. These kids have been highly skilled for a long time. As a, as a guy who's bringing up two young, highly skilled youngsters, you know what I mean? How do you feel about this situation? Well, one day, you know, Carter and Isaiah might make a decision that you might not yeah. like, or they might have to take a different road to get to the league. How does, how does this mm-hmm. make you feel? Like well, I mean, first of all, for these two players, you know, I wish them nothing but the best. I uh, couldn't imagine yeah. what it would be like, you know, playing up under Shaq and playing up under Pip and for Bronny playing up under Braun. I mean, that shit has got to be tough. As a father of two kids that hopefully – I get put in this position, you know, I just want to make sure that we're aligned and on the same page. And and, and it leads me to what I was going to say is so many, and I'm not even talking about these two kids in particular. I'm just talking about in general, so many kids are given bad information. If you think about it, there's only 60 draft spots and every year there's over 350 kids that enter the draft, give or take sometimes even more, you know? So, so you got to think there's 350 kids fighting for 60 spots and then that's not even taken into account the European flavor that is, you know, that, that has kind of had a wave over the NBA. So they're going to take, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 to maybe even 20 players. That's you know, true. Yeah. You know, from that, that from overseas, you know what I mean? So that's cutting it down to 40 or 45 spots for 300 plus people. So I just wish these kids, you know, had more people in their ear that really knew what the fuck was going on and not just people that see possibly dollar signs or opportunities, but really cared about these kids' future. Because to me, every it's the same thing and it'll never stop. Every single year, there's going to be over 300 people in the draft fighting for 60 positions, knowing that your odds aren't very good. So I don't know. Uh, as a father, you know, I'm looking forward to this journey. And, you know, if the twins are fortunate enough to be put in that position, you know, hopefully we can make a, a family decision on what is best for them. But at the end of the day, you know, if they're old enough and they feel like they know more than me, I'm going to have to step back because, it again, it is their, you know, career. So, again, I, I you know, I definitely, you know, salute Sharif, you know, even though he didn't mm-hmm. listen to his dad. And, you know, sometimes dad knows the best. Sometimes dad doesn't know best. But, you know, he took a leap of faith and now he's going to have to prove himself. But with an organization that has a lot of love and, and a lot of lineage mm-hmm. and history with the family. So, you know, best of luck to these two youngsters. And, uh, you know, I hope, hope hope to see if they can, you know, wear that real uniform one day. I think they're going to make it, man. I think they're going to be all right. Remember, you're not just auditioning. I would say one thing as a word to advice for these two youngsters. Remember, you're not just auditioning for the Lakers. You know, no. she's going to be in summer league. 
There's other roster spots. You could have a good showing with the Lakers, end up on somebody else's training camp, mm-hmm. set yourself for a bag up in Barcelona, Madrid, a drift, mm-hmm. make you a couple hundred thousand, come back and play in the G League, you know, whatever it is. So there's different routes. And I think these kids are well-equipped because of their fathers to go within those routes and have success, you know, and whatever success looks like, whatever success looks like that for them. I think you made a great point. It's not just your team. You're uh, you're auditioning for the whole entire league every time you step on that court, yeah. whether it be summer league, preseason, or fucking even regular season. You know, what I mean, open runs, Matt. You made, it, you made yeah. you made you made, you made yeah. rosters on open runs, open so runs, open and then, runs you know, or something. Yeah. Yep. My first handful of years in the league, I was on one year deal. So not only was I playing for my team, but I was playing, you know, uh, audition for the rest of the league. So. You know, hopefully they just keep and understand this is a grind. You know what I mean? It's a marathon, not a sprint. And, you know, the ultimate goal is is right in front of them. So I wish everybody, not only these two, but all these young players moving on to that next step of, you know, fulfilling their dreams, the best of luck, man. There's nothing like, nothing like playing in the NBA, man. So best of luck to all these youngsters. And we'll see you guys out in Summer League. That's it, man. I think we only got one more of these shows for the season. Hopefully, Jack will be back from O Block next week. Hey, man, take and care of Jack down there in O Block. O Block, yeah, man. Hey, you need yeah. to see him make sure he's straight. We need our y'all hold back. our boy down. Yeah, we seen he was out there jewelried out too. I was like, oh, I seen it on on Instagram this morning. I was like, yo, what the fuck is Jack doing? You, you know how he acts. He likes to go down there and touch <laughs> yeah. down with the people. Got man. to the soil. Yeah. You got to touch the, down with the soil. True soil toucher. True soil yes. toucher. Well, man, you can catch what's burning every week on Showtime Basketball YouTube, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Show Basketball. See y'all next week. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Binge listen this and all your artist stations, plus any song from our library of millions of songs, all ad-free. Get your free 30-day trial of iHeartRadio All Access. You'll love it. Don't be basic. Be extra. Start your free 30-day trial of iHeartRadio All Access now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.